And that's why I believe in you because that is the greatest purpose. It's to love. Honest. It's to, it sounds corny. Whatever you want to say, I don't care. I love people because there is freedom and power in loving people. Hello, all you positive heads out there. Thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the Positive Head Podcast, where we have the crazy belief that creating success and happiness is a daily conscious effort, which is why we provide you with a fresh serving of soul food for thought five days a week. I'm your host, Brandon Beecham, and each and every Wednesday, you can tune in to hear me interview a different consciousness changemaker that is out there working tirelessly to help catalyze change and expand awareness all across Spaceship Earth. On the other four weekdays, you can tune in to myself and my co-host, Dalian, giving interpretations of our favorite thought-provoking quotes, sharing a bit of inspiring or mysterious news, taking questions from the audience, and digging into any other mind-expansive topics that will help keep your soul fed by tuning you in to positive vibrations on a regular basis. All right, all you positive heads, welcome back to another episode of the Positive Head Podcast. I am your host, Brandon Beecham. Dalian the Alien is here alongside me, giving me the Vulcan salute. Is that in honor of seeing the new Star Trek this weekend? Live long and prosper. <laughs> yes. It was an honor. Um, I thought it was okay. I didn't love it. The movie? I didn't hate it. Yeah. 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 I actually thought I would like it a little more. I was hyping it up for you, and then you yeah. invited me and your son to see it. and Not we my favorite. All, yeah, but, we were all like, yeah, that was okay. But, you know, entertaining, I suppose, on some, some levels. Yes. Um, Still, however... The one thing that Star Trek brings to uh, popular culture that I think is so great, Brandon, Mm -hmm. their vision of future humanity is like an enlightened humanity. Yeah, yeah. They don't don't really like um, make it into um, dystopian, like wasteland. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's like the complete opposite. And they don't really bash you over the head with it like, oh, look how progressive this version of humanity is. Right, right, right. But it is. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, of course, what the big thing about this new one is, and, you know, I, I just noticed the one scene, but um, uh, Helmsman Sulu of the Starship Enterprise uh, is a gay character. He's He's got a husband and a daughter in the movie. Uh, Doesn't it show him being bisexual in the movie? Um, I, I could have swore is, I saw one scene where he's like making out with a girl and then like, you know, later he reunites with his husband or something. Oh, that could, that could be it. Maybe I missed it. But I was yeah, like, that, oh, they're, they're bringing in, all, they're pulling all the stops. So yeah. I, yeah. That might make sense. I think that's what I saw. It was, it was either him or is there any other like main Asian characters? Then it was him. There's so, yeah. Yeah. I missed that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, it's gay, bisexual. So you get Who some, cares? you get some cool points for that exactly. one. Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. There you go. JJ Abrams. <laughs> Uh, cool. Uh, la, 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 let's see where are we at today. Um, <laughs> sorry, where everyone. Are it's we at it's today? Monday morning still here when yeah. we're recording. <laughs> I, I was uh, I was sure where I was at a second ago, but until now I started. Until I started making weird noises and yeah, that was funny. <laughs> it cracked me up. We did uh, get a review this morning that I woke up to that made me very happy. Skip. It made me skip, jump, and make weird noises by Hey There Lefty. 
I'm a lefty, so maybe it's written to me. Um, it says, hey there, I just have to say, wow, a lot of content gets covered in each podcast, each one displaying its own takeaway message. I learn something new every time I tune in. I usually listen to about four or five episodes, old and new, a day while I'm driving. I've been using the information provided in the podcast to aid me in life, and I found such a huge difference from just changing my perspective and the way I think. Everything discussed in the podcast is gold, and those who listen with open minds and the will to live an amazing life will benefit tremendously from listening. Thank you guys so much for a great show. I tell just about anyone who will listen to me about the podcast. Wow, that's a great review. Um, Certainly makes me smile and skip and jump and (laughs) all those things. Thank you so much. Uh, Hey there, Lefty, for writing in and uh, completing completing the love, completing the circle of love that we're putting out into the world because this is a labor of love and hearing that feedback definitely fuels us to continue uh, with this uh, awesome experience sharing with you guys. So, um, anyone else who hasn't had it, taken the chance to review on iTunes, uh, we'd certainly love you if you did. We'll love you if you don't, but uh, it helps us to reach new people, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, yeah, please do so if if you can. Or, you know, at the very least, tell someone that you know. Maybe post on Facebook a particular episode that you like. You can easily share it. Tell your friends, family, someone that you think would benefit. Uh, helping us to spread the positivity is uh I think a very beautiful thing and uh, what comes around goes around, right? So, uh, yeah. Thank you, guys. Let's see. What else, Dalian? What else should we talk about today? Oh, I know what I want to talk about. I really want to connect with you guys more. been saying it the last couple episodes. Embracing vulnerability is uh, definitely a powerful act and I'm putting an open call to anyone out there listening who is open to doing that, to coming on the show, talking with me, get some one-on-one time, discussing whatever's going on in your life. Um, Hopefully there'll be some good takeaways uh, from that. And I'm very confident that someone out there listening will benefit because we're all on the same, we're all on the same train, so to speak here. Anyone tuning into this podcast, there's going to be overlaps galore of things that you're struggling with in your own life. And so I just want to Uh, put the opportunity out there to any of you listening to step forward, contact us through the website. You can email me directly, brandon at positivehead.com. Hey, here's what I'm dealing with. Here's what I'd like to talk to you about. I'm willing to be completely vulnerable in there. And we don't necessarily have to use your full name or anything like that. Totally up to you. But um, just to, you know, your voice and, and, and mixing it up with us and, and letting me talk to you a little bit and whatever sort of two cents or five cents that I have in regards to your situation. And uh, yeah, I just want to share. I am definitely setting the intention to share and connect more with you guys. So, um, and actually that is uh, happening with some of the content of today's show, even though we're not bringing daily and someone onto the show, uh, you know, to, to, to talk or talk about their, their issues or what, what have you. Um, some of the, uh, today's content was, uh, inspired by listeners from the video clip that we're going to share to a song that we're going to leave you with all came from listeners, um, interacting on the positive heads, um, uh, Facebook group we've recently set up. So if you're on Facebook, uh, send a, uh, find us at positive heads and, uh, yeah, it's a great place to connect. And you can also kind of raise your hand there, too, if you want to be on the show. Um, but, uh, yeah, before we get into some of that video stuff and uh, sharing music and all that 
fun funness uh is that a word funness it is now um <laughs> dalian you've got a story for us right yeah i checked out a couple of things on futurism.com it's the website of uh, I, I don't know if it's of the property of uh, friend of the podcast jordan lejuan oh yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, jordan who actually co-founded high existence Right. Um, joined the Futurism team. So uh, actually, that's one of the earliest podcasts. If you guys go back and check it out, really, really good one. Um, anyway, yeah, very cool. Yeah, Brandon, and uh, it's a couple of stories that actually started blending together for me. It was weird. My browser started kind of mesh- mashing them together, meshing them. A uh, mashup? The words. A yeah. story mashup? Yeah, and uh, actually the story is of a mashup, the, the main one that dun, I found. Dun, dun. Yeah, so weird synchronicity something like that huh it's actually pretty interesting uh the theory that you have heard something like this it's actually a mainstream theory now that the earth and moon are the product of a cosmic collision right Mm, yeah i've heard this yeah so this theory is sort of an elaboration of that but it's basically that the earth and moon aren't just the collision of you know our planet with another large celestial body essentially there were two planets two distinct planets brandon that collided and that resulted in the Earth and Moon. Wow. So um, I guess the Earth basically shares a large portion of material with this ri- original planet that was not the Earth. Wow. That I actually, yeah, according to the article, is, uh, has been the Theia. But uh, yeah, uh, by some other Greek goddess. You know what? Actually, this made me think of, Brandon, is that it could uh, have something to do with the now confirmed Planet X. I mean, you know, now that we know that there's Planet X, and of yeah. course that immediately set off like the warning bells of some people who have, you know, studied the whole Nibiru or Planet X that... The Zachariah con- Sitchin stuff. Yeah, all of that stuff. That may play a part into it, but of course these guys don't get into it. Um, but this article by Futurism uh, entitled Scientists Assert That Earth Is Really Made Up Of Two Different Planets goes into a bit of the, uh, you know, most recent evidence mm-hmm. that shows why that might be the case and uh you know there's features of the earth and moon's composition that have made you know that have sort of been pretty puzzling from you know very early on i guess material between the earth and the moon brandon is pretty well distributed Mm -hmm. meaning that um the two are you know distinct bodies of course but they share quite a bit of like for example I, i remember reading here that scientists were saying something like oxygen isotopes or some other isotope like that is exists in both both the Earth and Moon, and it's identical in both. Like huh. there's no difference where they would expect to perhaps right. see some difference, right? Wow. They're virtually identical, right? So that you know would account for a lot of this you know, common or- origin, right? Right. But uh, the other article that I was checking out that I thought was interesting was concerning the quantum effect, and I guess it was just a recent study, Brendan, mm-hmm. that documented the quantum effect working at a fairly large physical distance here, like 400 miles or so. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard of this. Yeah, it's. I think it's the longest... Quantum uh, entanglement. Yeah, it's, it's the longest human distance that we've been able to uh, conclusively measure the effect uh, taking place at. And uh, even though I didn't read this article in detail, this is the article that Since actually started... Since it was started, mashed up, you <laughs> thought you'd mention it, got it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> It's uh, so that was pretty weird. What you really needed to have the ultimate mashup was the new... Uh, <laughs> There, there's new evidence, I guess, that we have a second moon, too. Have you seen this? Where No. Ah, yeah, there's supposedly another moon. So, yeah, everything. Oh, are you referring to the uh, 
natural asteroid that the Earth now has? Yeah, yeah, something Uh like that. So I haven't even read it in detail. I've just seen it pop up, and I've been meaning to get around to reading it. But yeah, supposedly a second moon um, is uh, in orbit around the Earth. So the Earth is made up of two planets. We've got two moons. Hey, guys, just keep keep your mind open. (laughs) Who knows what's next? Uh, Well, I'll throw another little bit of... uh, you know, related mystery that I saw this weekend, I guess. We've uh, done some pretty exhaustive studies to try and account for dark matter, Brandon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, apparently still, there's no no real way to... It's something that I think I saw on Dig just yesterday, but mm-hmm. uh, apparently dark matter continues to be quite elusive, even though we've, we're giving it like our best efforts to try and crack that mystery. Hmm. So every time you crack a mystery, like 10 appear in its place. Yeah. All right, then. So moving right along, I would like to get into a positive pondering breakdown of the day. And this simple but powerful and insightful quote is from none other than Leonardo da Vinci. And it is, it goes, simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. It's so easy in these times to get so complicated with our lives and to so caught up in the rat race, so to speak, and all these um, ideas and comparisons and, you know, uh, strivings to make something of ourselves to be some, you know, status, climb the ladder, the social ladder, so to speak. And I believe like this, I believe this is one of the biggest mistakes that people make is getting caught up trying to get somewhere to become something other than what they already are. Uh, I know I've certainly had to learn some hard lessons and continue to learn lessons uh, in regards to the subject. So it really resonates very, very strongly with me to remember to keep it really, really simple. And, you know, I think back to uh, Wayne Dyer many years ago talking about getting rid of like almost everything he owned and what, how hard it was for him to do that. But then the freedom that came from it and how wonderful he felt not having all that baggage tying him down and, you know, keep it simple. Um, why Why do we feel the need to overcomplicate? I, I think one of the reasons, Dalian, we feel the need to overcomplicate is we have uh, a society that's constantly putting in our face products that we need to consume and things we need to do to, you know, be look like this model and own this car and, you know, all this 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 capitalist consumerism culture that is just out of control. You know, I I encourage everyone to take a deep breath and just relax into the idea that just simply being you is enough. It is you have already made it just to be here, just to go through the things that you've been through and to have the wonderful outlook and attitude and still be getting up and striving to become, um, you know, the best that you can be. You are a success. So simply be with that. Find simple pleasures. You know, the simple things, that's where it's at. It's always the simple things. Uh, I, I believe when we're on our, you know, deathbed, no one's going to be thinking about, did I strive and bust my butt really hard to have that fancy car and I'm going to miss that car? You know, it's not what you're thinking. You're thinking of those simple moments with family and friends and, you know, create experiences over stuff all day long. You know, create those experiences for yourself and and find joy in the simple 
moments because they are always fleeting. And that's something I, you know, I'm such a nostalgic person myself. And um, I don't necessarily think that's the best thing, Dalian, because it's like almost like I appreciate things after they passed more than when they're there. And that's something that I'm really trying to focus my attention on being in the now and finding the simple pleasures in these moments and, and realizing that they're all, um, you know, transient. They're always, um, you know, passing, fleeting. It's a, it's a special moment in each moment that won't come back. And this particular uh, little video clip I love because uh, someone posted it uh, in the Positive Heads Facebook group. And it's really cool, uh, Dalian, uh, because it was a, a girl named Anna who lives in Austin and she had written in uh, a few days ago. And I noticed the artwork on her uh, Facebook page, you know, sort of the, I forget what it is, the the background image, the main background image on her page was the same um tapestry that's hanging right to the left of you right now daily and so it was cool she wrote in and then i sent her a picture of that and we we had a really cool exchange and she just posted this video um on uh the positive heads group page on facebook and it's called mindfulness featuring uh mount wolf it's in Banff, Canada, which another listener and very dear friend of mine, Bita uh, Rad, just got back from there. So um, you can find this uh, on the Ecote Travelers YouTube page. It's very short, but it was very touching and beautiful. So let's take a listen. I, I, I think if I could get you to do one thing, I would say when you get to the point that you really feel highly motivated to just towards keeping your virtue, then you'll you'll discover quite quickly just how extraordinary a life was meant to be and could be. And it's and it's it's just we get so messy. It's not that we're doing lots of wrong things, but our mind is so messy. We don't keep it simple, and and we end up making the life that we're living so inordinately complicated, and completely unnecessarily. And it's such a shame to end up feeling <laughs> in a real muddle when actually. You ought to be having the time of your lives. Okay. It doesn't actually take very much to make the deepest part of us incredibly happy. You know, just to be here, just to appreciate. To appreciate being here. To feel that you're alive. Be in touch with your heart. That's it. That's it. It's the killer view. That's where our restaurant was. It takes mindfulness to come to a human life. 
And then above that, it takes mindfulness and virtue to come to a fortunate human life. The chance to be part of this happens briefly. The invitation is not to show how inventive and imaginative you are, but how much you can notice what you're already part of. So yeah, I really love uh, the fact that that came from someone posting, you know, and I, and just as I was about to record, I said, oh, I love it. This is a great topic. Let's talk about this. Let's bring it in. And, um, you know, what a beautiful and profound message. Keep keep your mind simple. Don't make it so messy. I know my mind has been very, very messy at times about, you know, things I need to achieve. I need to achieve. I need to achieve. And uh, something that I've really, really strived to do and feel good about is having those high moral standards, doing the right thing. That is where the fortunate experiences come from, always doing the right thing or striving to always do the right thing. Yeah, for me, it's easy to really, I guess, because of my personality, to live the more simple lifestyle when it comes to material possessions. And I'm made to the ref reference before to the fact that I don't have many right now right but uh really I mean I suppose that's part of you know due to the fact that I I don't really covet things I suppose but I can see how there's just the certain kind of phenomenon that takes place where in this culture and society of course you can expect to own a you know number of things by the time you're an adult right I Mm -hmm. mean you know even by your early adulthood and uh what I see is is that like there's just this trend that's really easy to continue where, um, you know, of course, all those things define you in some way. And so the ego just really kind of uses them as you can see this really pretty obviously with some people. But the ego uses really things to, you know, of course, gain a sense of self. So in a sense, all these things that you collect throughout your life really are part of who you are. And if you're very unconscious of this, then, yeah, you may start you know, begin to kind of stockpile and hoard, you know, all these things, right? Mm-hmm. So for some people, I guess, like the whole hoarding problem that you see now, you know, even on television. Yeah, quite and, the reflection and, of this, right? Y- yeah, is is sort of like the more extreme form of this uh, issue here. But uh, in a sense, it's just something that happens. And again, it's, you know, somewhat natural to, you know, extend ourselves to the things we own. And not just that, but to really define ourselves through some of our, you know, our most key possessions. I would, for example, you know, see it as pretty obvious that like some people love their luxury vehicles. And, uh, you know, for for guys that are very into cars, I I try not to really have too much of like a judgment, for example, when it comes to something like that. Mm Because cars is something I'm not personally really into. But, for example, one thing I can do is like appreciate them, right? I think a lot of, of, of course, like beautiful luxury or sports cars are really cool right and the thing is i'm a musician so for example for me a guitar is definitely something like a prized possession you know when i see like you know there's a couple of electric guitars here and and, you know i try to take care of them for example i play them you know Mm -hmm. regularly so it's that's just another thing that's just you know really an extension of you but ultimately yeah do you just hoard a bunch of stuff. It's keeping it in its right or, place, essentially, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And and you definitely can uh, gain a sense of ownership or stewardship over things, but not, you know, being possessed by them. Yeah. So, because that's a reverse process. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a powerful few-minute little 
clip there. It takes mindfulness and virtue to come to a fortunate human life. That's all you need. You don't need anything else. Be aware of the simplicity and beauty of what's around you and bring virtue to any of your decisions. Now, what would love do now? What What is the highest choice that you can make? This will give you all the beautiful experience that you 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 know crave that we all crave it's such a simple formula and it's so often overlooked well dalian uh getting down to it for today out of imaginary time but uh i do have a song and um yeah today we were inspired by listeners this came from another friend and listener kylie uh an artist called edamame that i was uh that she just turned me on to and i really like it it's certainly in uh, line with uh dalian and i's music preferences it's edamame And uh, the song is called Tongue. Hope you all enjoy.